This is Tuesday, January 3rd. You ever feel like you're in a spiritual battle? The good things you want to do, you find are a struggle for you. And the things you want to avoid, well, you find you keep doing them. Paul, the Apostle of Jesus, explains it just like this. Here's our text today from the book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 15 to 20. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, well, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. Now, he said that this struggle in his life, well, it doesn't make sense to him. He wants to do good things. He wants to do the right things. But he finds himself continuing the pattern of doing the wrong things. What is going on? Now, yesterday we began looking at the gift of the Holy Spirit and that this, all that the Spirit does to lead us toward fullness in Christ. It is as if we're given a road map and along the way there are pitfalls and distractions and also detours. Yes, growth does not seem to come easily. I continue to wrestle with myself in ways that I did what seems like so many years ago. What is going on? Why does spiritual growth come so slowly? If I have the Spirit dwelling in me, well, why do I continue to struggle? Years ago, when I was traveling in Alaska with two other men, we went by boat toward a place called Glacier Bay. It's a stunningly beautiful place filled with glaciers. We noticed that our charts and we, we noticed that our charts and what we were using to plan our trip, they had many warnings. Here's what we were up against. First, there were extreme depths. That is, water well over a thousand feet deep in some places. And then there were dangerous shallows as well. Those shallow spots could wreak havoc on our boat and put us in grave danger. We always had to be on the lookout for rocks. And second, there were immense currents. The tides were so great, over 10 and sometimes closer to 20 feet in height, that the currents were extreme. <laughs> sometimes the currents would flow almost as fast as our boat could travel. That meant that if we were traveling into the current, our boat might not be moving at all. And add to that, there were other boats in the area. At night, we would have difficulty judging distances. And we want to keep a safe distance from those other boats. And add to that one other major variable. The weather. The wind could whip up waves that could nearly swamp the boat we were in. In calmer waters, we were safe and sound. But often the waters became treacherous. Now I share this with you 
Because though we have life in the Spirit, we are in the midst of a great spiritual battle. What are the greatest spiritual challenges? Well, there are three major ones we'll look at today. The world, the flesh, and the devil. First, let's think about our world. We are under the constant influence of the people and trends that are around us. Maybe the word trend is not the best word, but it's more like in the world we find the spirit of our age, the controlling influences of our world, you might say. These are working to shape us every day, molding us into the image that the world has for us. We feel the influence of media and friends and of trends, it's true. Now things that have become common just a few decades ago were rare and almost unheard of, yet they're now accepted unskeptically. Indeed, they are welcomed and are the norm. We feel this pressure to conform to our world. It's sort of like the weather I experienced in my time in Alaska. It's beyond our control and can make our lives difficult. Its pull is subtle but also powerful. And this is part of our spiritual battle. So how do we battle against the world? Well, it means clinging to Christ, being led by the Spirit to stand firm, and always testing to see if what is coming to us is coming from God. But there's also the second challenge. It's called our flesh. In the New Testament, that word is often used to describe the power of sin in us not talking about our physical bodies, but the power of that sin residing in us. Now, of course, in Christ, we're forgiven and freed from the penalty of our sin, but we continue to struggle with residual sin, lingering sin from before we came to Christ. In that boating metaphor, the flesh is like the current that pulls against us, desiring to pull us toward danger straight out to sea. How do we win this battle? Every day we must consider ourselves dead to sin and alive to Christ. We devote ourselves to Jesus more and more each day. This also is a process led and empowered by the Spirit of God, and it takes time. And finally, there is the devil. Though most people today don't believe there's a personal face to evil, Jesus taught us that indeed there is. The evil one is a spoiler, a liar, and a thief. He wants to rob us of joy and peace with God. He can't take from us the care of God, but he can discourage us, distract us, and divert us from our growth in Christ. The devil lurks around like a roaring lion looking to devour us. Again, using this metaphor from before, he's like the dangerous rocks that put our boat into also into harm's way. What can we do in our battle with the evil one? Here's how the book of James explains. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. That's James chapter 4 verse 7 to 8. I love that. Submit to God, resist the devil, come near to God. Here is how we can respond in the spiritual battle we find ourselves in every day. Now, as we begin our new year, this is where we want to focus. 
staying near the Lord, and resisting the undertow of that which stands against us. So let's pray today to that end. We rejoice that the one that is in us, O Lord, is greater than the one in the world. Father, teach us how we can draw near to you in the power of your Holy Spirit. Teach us how to keep in step with your Spirit. For in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.